welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now episode 140. And as always, you are joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, before we get into today's episode, we just wanted to share some exciting news with you guys. So if you follow us over on our Instagram page at the Bodybuilding Dietitians, you would notice that we like to post a lot of educational, informative content every single week. We put up a lot of different infographics and educational texts, and we had this just brilliant idea this past week that, hey, we should probably create a blog page on our website. So ta-da, that's what we actually did this past week. So if you actually head over to our website, www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which you can find in the show notes below or just Google The Bodybuilding Dietitians, you will see that we now have a blog page. And the beauty about the blog page is that it has a search bar. So you can search for any keyword, whether it be bodybuilding or comp prep or is gluten safe, whatever it may be. And it's just great because all of our content is now in one very accessible place where people can search for it. Mm, it's great. And I think there's already over a hundred posts there. So Tierra has put in a lot of work to update it with all of our current Instagram posts. And then whenever we post something new, it'll get added to that blog page, which is awesome. Yeah, I honestly had a blast putting that thing together yeah. over these well, past few days. that's why I didn't do it because I knew <laughs> you got so much pleasure out of doing it. It was wonderful though, you know? And like, really, what a walk down memory lane, like going through the archives of, because we've been producing content and solely just releasing on Instagram for two and a half years now. So mm. now to have that all compiled on our website, it was nice. I'm like, gosh darn, we've actually produced some pretty good content. We've got a we've got a huge amount of it. So we've now have this huge library. So yeah, guys, if you want to go check that out and yeah. I'm sure there's quite a few people listening who might not have Instagram as mm. well. So now they can find us on the website. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's even a comment section there too. <laughs> yeah. So if you'd like to leave a comment, be our guest. But yeah, go check out the new TBD blog. But guys, now getting into this episode, it's going to be a little bit different today. We're going to mix things up a bit, not so much go down the path of evidence-based nutrition, health and fitness, but answer some other questions like on the interwebs random question generator. <laughs> yeah, should be fun. We did one of these episodes about three months ago and we had a lot of fun and I think the you guys enjoyed it. So uh, let's get started with question number one. All right. Well, can I kick it off? Yep. Okay, so this first question, what fictional place would you most like to go? Wow, that's a hard one to be put on the spot for. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll have to go with just the classic childhood answer, which is Hogwarts. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say Hogwarts. Yeah, what about you? I would want to go to Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Spongebob? I would like to go meet Spongebob and Squidward and Patrick and, you know, maybe get myself a Krabby Patty. I think that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> there never seems to be much to do down there, though. There's so much to do. I would, like, in Bikini Bottom, how do you think they have so many Spongebob episodes? <laughs> True that. <laughs> Time just flies there. I saw that Ke Keanu Reeves was in the... I don't even know if the movie's out, but he's in the live-action option for it i think they're making a spongebob movie too yeah maybe oh my gosh well remember the don't first quote me on that don't you remember the first one with david hasselhoff 
very vaguely dude the spongebob movie was such a good movie but yeah that's that's where you'd probably find me probably is it have... oscar worthy <laughs> i don't know about that but like it, it looks like fun <laughs> so this next question says is a hot dog a sandwich why or why not well it's not a wrap you know because there's still like this the space i'd say a hot dog's a version of a sandwich yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Like it has, I guess, the meat, it has some filling, it has some sauce, cheese if you want it. Yeah. The only difference I feel like between a hot dog and a sandwich is obviously the standard shape, but also like a hot dog bun at the bottom, like the bread connects. But if you cut that bit, it's just like two slices of bread. Mm. Hot dogs or sandwiches, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, what's the difference between a sausage sandwich and a hot dog? Not much. No. A sausage sandwich is just like a very like Australian thing to do at, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> at hardware stores. <laughs> like, man, just like, you know, sausage sizzles outside bunnings with a piece of bread and a, mm. a sausage. Yeah. You probably wouldn't find that in North America. <laughs> no. You would at Costco. But Costco, like you actually get the full on foot long hot dogs and they're like Polish dogs and Costco. It's <laughs> Bunnings sausage dogs do not even compare to Costco not, Polish I don't think dogs. They're called sausage dogs. Anyway, what's the next question? Okay, this next one says, "What are some of your pet peeves?" I honestly don't have uh, many pet peeves. I guess on the spot, the only one that comes to mind is when people are like unnecessarily apologetic. Mm, that irritates you. I guess so, because it kind of instills like a, a lack of confidence. That's how I interpret it. Where, mm. and I, I'm actually a little bit guilty of this sometimes, where I'll be quite non-confrontational and be apologetic rather than get into some sort of debate with someone. Yeah, you you just want to get the message across and just say what you need to say without every third word being sorry. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess you you've sometimes accused yourself of that, haven't you? Yeah, it's something like it's just a habit that's almost been ingrained in me as a kid, like just saying sorry, sorry, mm. sorry, like even if you're just walking next to someone or like and you're you're not even close to bumping them, but like instinctively you'll just say sorry. Mm. Yeah. Within like a close proximity to people, always apologizing. What about your pet peeve? Ooh, man. I think one is when people don't hang up dish towels. Like everyone has a dish towel in their kitchen and obviously you dry your hands on it. But people who don't just like hang that thing over a railing or hang it over like a door cabinet, something like that so that it can actually dry. They I don't understand why you have that though, because like you've been living with me for two over two years. And no offense, bruh, but it's <laughs> a pet peeve, but you've gotten much better at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I very rarely, if, if I do leave it on the bench, it's an accident. But it's just, it's counterintuitive because like you, you dry your hands and then like you just wad it up in a ball and chuck it on the kitchen counter. Like that thing's just going to stay damp and it's going to start to stink and like might grow some mold, like hang it up, let it dry. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's just one of my pet peeves. So this next one says, in 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Mm. That's a good question, I think. I can start. So I think people will be nostalgic for a lot of things in 40 years. And to be honest, uh, again, the first one that comes to mind, maybe because it's nutrition, is meat. Like meat from animals. Like mm from live animals and I know that sounds bad 
especially for vegetarians and vegans. But I think in 40 years, we're not really going to have traditional farm farmed meat, as we've talked on the podcast a lot. It's going to be lab grown. So potentially that will be something people are nostalgic for. I think that if something comes to mind for me, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm already experiencing this, but it would have to be something to do with just how attached people are to their smartphones and technology and social media. I think that if you're not already, people are really going to look back and be like, man, the good old days when people weren't just always looking at their phones and people weren't always on Instagram and Facebook and they were actually talking to one another or you could sit... So you think it's going to be progress even more so than what it is now? I certainly think it will Mm. because it's already to that point where... Because people, the adults now, or I guess the older adults nowadays look back in, in 20 years and say, oh, when people weren't looking at their phones exactly that's what i'm saying like if it's not already being brought to light now imagine in 40 years Mm. you know just like every man and their dog is attached to some sort of piece of technology these Mm. days and it's almost it's connecting us but it's just disconnecting us in so many different ways so Mm. very classic answer right (sighs) no but people will look back and they'll be like man i i do wish like i do just reminisce on the days when you know we could just hang out and not be on our phones and everyone was just more present in actual life Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular content on our Instagram and YouTube channel. You can find those platforms by searching The Bodybuilding Dietitians. See you there. But anyway, so Jack, oh, this one's kind of relevant. This one says, when people come to you for help, what do they usually want help with? Oh, well, I guess that is an easy one. They (laughs) want help with either their training or nutrition. Mm -hmm. Not much else. I mean, I might get the occasional call from one of someone in my family asking how to work a particular electronic device but it's mainly new training and nutrition yeah i'd be right along the same lines as you people just want to look good they want to feel good actually the i can relate the the electronic thing to you as well not just other people in my family (laughs) how do you you still can't really work the tv remote actually i can press the on and off button one button (laughs) but sometimes just like oh (laughs) i'm not going down that route there's too many buttons (laughs) okay well this next question says what are the unwritten rules of where you work (laughs) um i guess one that comes to mind for me is just pulling your weight like make sure that you got to reciprocate what the other person does and mm -hmm. if you're Surely everyone would know why this is funny is because we work for ourselves and we work together, but we got to make sure that we're both doing equal contribution. Otherwise it's not particularly fair. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's the main answer. Yeah. And basically be able to call the other person out and be like, Hey, I did this. You need to do this. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But definitely there needs to be consequences. Of course. Like I know for me, I'm not allowed to go to the gym unless I finalize one of the Instagram (laughs) captions. And I perform pretty well under pressure. So uh, sometimes Jack's like, yeah, I'm heading off. And I'll I'll be like, yeah, I need need another 20 minutes or something. And um, Mm. I'll hold myself back maybe on a Monday morning to write a good TBD Instagram caption, right? But again, like training is like my reward for doing my work. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, I think the only other one is just, we don't really need to say that we're trying to hold ourselves to a high standard Mm. kind of goes without saying yeah absolutely all right well jack this next one says if you were a vegetable what vegetable would you be 
Mm. That's just too much of a stupid question. I would <laughs> like, I don't know, a corn cob <laughs> without the corn on it, just the cob. <laughs> so you're, you're cobby, not corny? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I think I'd be a cucumber because I'm just so goddamn cool. <laughs> so this one says, what part of a kid's movie completely scarred you or scared you? Oh, gosh. As a kid, I was terrified of that movie called The Ring. That movie scared the jeepers out of me. And I would have just... Not really a kid's movie, though, is it? No, it's not a kid's movie. It's one of those movies that, like, my parents shouldn't have let me watch on the Mm. VCR sort of thing. But my sisters and I, you know, we took it and we watched it and... Yeah, that thing scarred me for life. If anyone hasn't seen The Ring, it's just this, it's a terrifying movie, especially for a young girl like I was. And you have this long, dark hair, but it's this story about this girl who got drowned in a well, or she died in a well. And then she crawls out of people's TVs once they watch this specific tape and she kills them. And like, she totally messes up their face. She like sucks out their soul. And then with every single scene where they show like the person's corpse, like their face is just totally messed up. But it is terrifying. Cause like, like those old box, big TVs, there were never flat screens in those days. It would like start fizzing and mm. it would kind of go to like that gray And then like this picture of a well would show up on the screen. And then the well cover would fall off in this girl would like crawl out with his hair just in front of her face crawl out of the tv and kill you it terrified me yeah very scary Sounds like it. yeah very scary <laughs> uh mine would have to be and i'll try and stick to the question which said kids movie like <laughs> the did you ever watch doctor who no i didn't actually there was that one doctor who episode where it, he was in world war Two. i think it was like the the newer seasons with uh his sidekick called Rose and mm-hmm. it was like the kids wearing the gas masks and that would that just freaked me out as I don't even know how old I was I got I'm a bit of a pussy when it comes to scary movies so I might have still even been like 12 years old there but yeah that scared me and I didn't like watching that episode <laughs> I don't know if it, it quite sounds as terrifying as the ring but I'm I'm glad we're both tough now mm, yeah I won't put you through that episode <laughs> so this next one says what's on your bucket list this year this year or next year how about we go for next year because it's midway through Mm. november so we don't have too long left of 2021 i can answer it for this year this year i want to get the apparel out and Mm. um, see the response it gets it should be very exciting yeah me too and Mm. i guess for next year I, i think i have two really big things on my bucket list one is just bringing some champion TBD athletes mm. to the stage. That's going to be very exciting. So that's definitely a big box that I want to tick for our team. And the second one is I want to buy our first house. Very true. And yeah, we are also going on our first holiday in over three years <laughs> in next year. That one's a guarantee unless, you know, another pandemic happens or <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> But yeah, very, very exciting. Lots of great things to look forward to in 2022. Okay, so what's the best type of cheese? Oh, man. Mm. How do I, where do I even begin? Depends on what you feel like. Mm. Yeah, it's tough because on one end there's cottage cheese, which I have every single day. Mm. That has great utility at time protein. But then you have like something like brie or camembert. 
which mm. is uh, they're like mediocre cheeses like yeah i'm not a big fan of your moldy cheeses what the blue cheese yeah no thanks oh man the more flavor the better yeah like camembert and brie they melt all right but like i'll choose brie probably mm, yeah. yeah they they melt okay but like if if you want something with a kick yeah look at a different section of the cheese aisle mm. yeah i definitely the moldier the better i would probably go for blue cheese Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had blue cheese dip? I have. There's this uh, brand in Canada. I'm pretty sure they sell it in the U.S. too. But it's called Lighthouse Blue Cheese, and I was obsessed with that thing when I was growing up as a kid. Like dipping little baby carrot sticks into it. They even had one jack that was like Lighthouse Blue Cheese dressing, but then it had chunks of bacon in it. Wow. Typical Canada and the U.S. there. Dude, that stuff is good. I would try to smuggle that stuff through quarantine. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) What's the next question? Okay, Jack, this one says, what's something that you seem to never get tired of doing? Sleeping. (laughs) Or going to the gym, I guess, is the answer that you want to hear, maybe. I want to hear or the (laughs) listeners want to hear? Hmm. I don't... You never get tired of going to the gym? Pretty sure you just came off a deload, yeah. Yeah, that would be a lie. So it'd probably be sleeping. Like I, if I don't get decent sleep, I want to sleep more. If I get good sleep, I look forward to sleeping well. Mm. It's a it's a very nice cycle to be in. That does sound like a nice cycle. Yeah. What about you? Never get tired of doing. I genuinely never get tired of. Well, you also literally can't get tired of sleeping. Because if you sleep well, you don't get tired. I think they're using the word tired as in like, yeah, you bored, no longer look forward to doing that thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I think that I could just never get tired of driving down to Sam Coco's and buying some discount fruit mm. or not even Sam Coco's, just any discount fruit barn. I'm just, I love it. Like you could have me in like a state of very, very low energy availability or I could be sleep deprived. And if you're like, hey, do you want to go buy some fruit? I would be all for it, man. There's just something about buying cheap fruit, coming home, washing it, chopping it up, freezing it. It Brings me so much joy. Hey guys, just a reminder that we don't just coach physique athletes, but we do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. Therefore, if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com or alternatively, click the link in the show notes below. So this next question says, what pictures did you have on your bedroom walls? (laughs) Wow. Uh, The truth is I actually had SpongeBob and Patrick. (laughs) Doing a belly clap painted on my door. <laughs> By your sister? By my sister, Kyla. She's an artist. But yeah, I had that actually painted on my bedroom door. On so my... no pictures of boy bands or anything like that? Nah, man. I was just all about SpongeBob and Patrick, eh? Mm. Yeah, I had two posters that come to mind. One was of Arnold. Mm-hmm. That classic one, like when he... I think won one of his Olympias and he's like raising his arms to the crowd. Uh, really awesome shot. And the other one was like a Pulp Fiction poster. Yeah, mm. that would have been really cool. I, I remember actually when I was in grade nine, I printed off a whole bunch of little pictures that I'd taken with like all of my friends from school and I got a bunch of blue tack and I actually covered my walls in all of these photographs, which 
looked incredible like once I'd initially done it mm. but then like the blue tack started to fade and like if I ever wanted to open up the window and a big gust of wind came through my room was a mess yeah, man no. there were just photographs everywhere it looked cool though <laughs> cool idea it was a it was a fun thing to do on a rainy afternoon mm. <laughs> all right Jack this next one says if you could assign one household chore to someone else what would it be Luckily, I'm already in a very good position with this, but it would be doing the washing. I hate doing the washing. It's so therapeutic, though. Yeah, I, I'm so glad that you like doing it. Ah, oh, I don't. There's just there's something about washing clothes. Like it's a very easy task to do, but it's also something that you need to be disciplined to do. And mm. there's different steps. You know, obviously you've got to put the clothes in the washing machine, hang them up, let them dry go out and get them and then fold them up and put them away. It's just, it's the process of accomplishing it. And who doesn't like clean clothes? Yeah. Standing out in the morning sun, fresh breeze, dogs around. It's nice. I don't know how you could hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just have better things to do with my time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if I could assign one household chore, you're not getting my washing. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Um, something that I do that I wish you did. Or any household chore. It could be something that I already do. Mm, you don't chuck in your chair enough. <laughs> okay. Now you're just being mean and picking me apart. It's not me. It's the random question generator. <laughs> if the worst thing you got going for you is not tucking in a chair at the dining room table, you're doing pretty all right. Fair enough. <laughs> so this one says, are you usually on time for events and appointments? Yeah, I'm usually before time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's quite a short answer. Mm -hmm. I think we're both quite time sensitive people. Yeah. I, uh, in junior school, there was this vice principal who was called Mr. Macrodarkus, <laughs> Mr. Mac. And he had this saying that's just stuck with me ever since I was nine years old of on time is before time. So that makes no sense to me. <laughs> yes, it is. It means on time means showing up early on time is before time. Right. Get there early. Yeah, it'll save your life and it'll make sure you definitely catch the bus. Mm, true that. Yeah. Unless the bus is early. <laughs> Goddamn bus drivers. All right. Do you have an app on your phone that you use even though you hate it? Hmm. No. <laughs> no. What about you? Uh, I, I enjoy all of the apps on mm. my phone. The one that does kind of frustrate me. You have very me. few apps. I do have very few apps. You can count them on one hand, probably. <laughs> uh, one that probably does frustrate me, though, is that Layout app. I don't mm. know if it's just a glitch in the system, but I use this app called Layout to obviously like make progress photo comparisons for all of my clients, but it's almost like it's got this timer going on on it. And like, I only have a certain number of seconds to make the progress photo and click save. Otherwise the app crashes. I've tried downloading it multiple times. Does anyone else have that problem with layout? I used to, but then I upgraded my phone. Yeah, but my phone's pretty new too. Yeah, it must. I don't know. Talk to Instagram about it. That's maybe. the only thing that frustrates me, especially because I'm like super OCD that like things have to be, you know, the same size and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So what's the next question? All right. This one says, what is the easiest way to bring a smile to your face? Easiest way. What makes you smile? Probably the dogs. Yeah, I was going to say the dogs too. Oh, <laughs> right on cue. I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but that was Sam. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, the dogs are just very funky and they do funky things. Makes us laugh. <laughs> I swear, even on the crummiest day, you can just look at your pet and you're just like, oh, everything's going to be okay, man. Mm. They're not too happy at the moment because it's raining, which yeah. means they can't come inside. Mm. But They'll dry. They'll dry. They're waterproof. Okay, Jack, so this next one says... What has been your worst restaurant experience? Mm, so probably one that comes to mind. I haven't had many poor ones, but I was at an Italian restaurant ordering pizza, of course, and somehow they managed to cook the toppings. Like the cheese was melted, but the dough or the base was still dough and it was raw. What the heck? Yeah. So was it, was it cold or just yeah. like completely raw and still actually like doughy yeah it was it was slightly firm Mm -hmm. but it was still very doughy that's strange Mm. man so they must have like zipped that thing in and out of the oven yeah well i think they just must have done it under the grill or something because like the grill only does the top Mm. did you actually eat it or did you send it back send it back (laughs) (laughs) and did they send you back an actual cooked pizza no we just left Oh, okay. <laughs> if they can't cook a pizza, you might as well not eat there. Man, maybe they must have been under a lot of pressure or something. Like from experience of working in restaurants, sometimes chefs really are under the pump to get food out and they just mm. make silly mistakes. Mm. What about, have you had a poor experience? Man, well, yeah, I have a lot of experience working in restaurants and I've had quite a few experiences there behind the counter as a waitress but i think as a customer i probably brought this one upon myself but when i was young i went to a french restaurant once and uh they had all these like really fancy snails and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and like i just thought they were delicious they were like these snails that were fried in butter and i was eating a lot of these butter fried snails and then i was also playing a bit of a game with my sisters on who could drink the most lemonade and i was just drinking lemonade till the cows came home and i was just i wanted to win the competition right because i'm quite competitive even when it comes to lemonade i drink so much and then we walked out of the restaurant we were walking across the street i just projectile vomited snails and lemonade (laughs) all over the street so that was probably my worst restaurant experience But I think I brought that one upon myself because the snails were very well done. Mm. Was this in France? (laughs) No, this was in Canada. Just Mm. some fancy French restaurant right in White Rock. So anyway. (laughs) Jack, what's the next question? Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't actually. I don't have any tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? Not that you know of, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Maybe you got something hidden up there. Or maybe on that beard or something. Maybe that's why you don't shave too regularly. Do you ever plan on getting a tattoo? No, I don't. No, not a tattoo person. Mm. What about you? No, I just, I love the look of just, you know, just clear skin. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. If I was ever tempted to get something like a tattoo, I think what I would do first is I would get like henna on myself. So it's almost like that fake kind of Mm. tattoo that stays around for a while. I think that's always, that's always a good idea. You know, like before you fully commit, see what it would actually be like if something was on your skin for quite a number of days or weeks and then be like, could I live with this or nah, right? Yeah, it's, I think you should definitely get the, I mean, most people probably don't, but it sounds mm. like a good idea to get the temporary one. Yeah. Unless obviously tattoos are something that 
you just really want to have because there's definitely some people with some very beautiful artwork mm. on their bodies for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen some amazing tattoos. Yeah, even your brother has some really nice ones. Mm. Well, yeah, I think most of my brothers have tattoos. <laughs> All right, Jack, this next one says, what's simply too difficult? Wow, what is simply, doing the washing maybe, essentially? <laughs> you and the laundry man. <laughs> what is simply too difficult? I don't know. I guess I live a, live a pretty good life if there's nothing that's too difficult. Like mm. the, I've never been in a situation where I'm like, hmm, that's way too difficult. I'm not going to do it. Mm. Mm. Can you think of anything? What is too difficult? I think that anything that involves like a very high level of super duper complicated calculus, for me personally, I think that's a little bit too difficult. Mm. Or like trying to fix a car, like opening up the hood and like trying to take a guess at what's wrong. <laughs> God, if I know, man, there's way too many pipes. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's that's all. That's what comes to mind for me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think uh, I probably interpreted the question too literally, as in like, what are you, what have you faced in your life that's too difficult? No, maybe you are literally just a jack of all trades, and you can just <laughs> take anything on, man. That's right. <laughs> So, Jack, what's the next one? Do you ever experience phantom vibration? Feeling your phone vibrate even though it didn't? No, I don't because I actually have that function on my phone turned off because it annoys the flips out of me. I get it sometimes. Like when your phone's in your pocket and then it's not actually in your pocket, but you feel like you get a notification. Jack's just feeling things vibrating in his pockets. <laughs> All right, this one says, what types of things do you procrastinate the most on? Ooh, interesting one. Sometimes content creation, I guess. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, that goes to show how little I procrastinate. Yeah, I feel like you and I aren't really procrastinators, eh? Yeah, why not? Because hmm. maybe once a week there'll be a time where I'm like, I'm just stuck for ideas and then I just procrastinate a little bit yeah i guess it's, it's just sometimes those really big things that sometimes we'll procrastinate on because we're like okay i know this isn't super pressing so mm. for example calling up club ben and finding out when we could book our holiday like you know it was still up in the air whether or not you could even travel overseas whether there were flights we're like yeah we'll just put that one toward the back burner for a little bit longer sort mm. of thing yeah things that aren't very pressing yeah but if something's pressing like i just i just like getting shit done you know otherwise it just it adds up and then i feel like i can't fully relax until like all of the things that i need to do are just ticked off and completed and accomplished mm, totally mm. yeah i agree and i was the same with assignments and stuff as well i'd always just try and get them done earlier so i could forget about them yeah man get good night's sleep and swap back that's what mm. it's all about Mm, couldn't agree more. So this one says records, tapes, CDs, MP3s, and streaming. Which did you grow up with? What is good and bad about each? That is a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can start if you want. Yeah. Okay. What did you grow up with? Well, I think both of us grew up with quite a few of them. I can remember listening to audiobooks on tapes. Mm. I definitely, I'm not old enough for records, that's for sure. Like... I've listened to records and I have records, but yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. And then definitely listen to CDs 
And then I remember getting my first MP3 player in 2009, I think. Yeah. And that was an MP4 player. It had like this tiny little screen with, uh, you could only put audio tracks on there, of course. There was mm. no videos. And and then I think in 2000 and, no, that would have been in 20, 2006, 2007. 2009, I got my first iPhone 3. Mm. And no, that was an iPod three. That was back when they, they did the iPods and <laughs> do they still do iPods? I don't know. I think they might do the iPod nanos, like where it's like for runners who just want to change the track. Yeah. 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 That was my first ever iPod. Mm. Mm. And I remember when you like, if you wanted a song on iTunes, you had to pay a dollar 69 per gosh. song. <laughs> I remember that too. Yeah. Uh, safe to say I didn't buy many songs. No. <laughs> A little bit of YouTube to MP3 going on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then where are you at today? Well, I think everything's in, in one place nowadays. It's it's all on Spotify or Apple Music, yeah. SoundCloud. But I mean like your technology. Oh, the new iPhone. Yeah, iPhone 13, not the 3. <laughs> not the iPod 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, what I really remember as a kid is definitely CDs, like mm. in the car, putting on Avril Lavigne, Pink, Blink-182, like CDs were where it was at, man. Like that was just so much mm. fun. And I feel like when everyone had to listen to the same song, if everyone was in a good mood, it made car rides so much more fun, especially yeah. like if you have... I feel sorry for your dad. <laughs> no, man, my parents, they'd sing along, especially my mom. She's a great singer. But like my sisters and I, you know, we'd all crank up the Avril Lavigne and just be belting our lungs out sort of thing. Hillary Duff too, like... Any Nickelback in there? Mm, too hard for the not girls? Too, not too much Nickelback playing in, in the backseat of the Nelson car. Uh, but yeah, CDs were definitely where it was at. And then I got my very first iPod when I was in grade six. So yeah, I would have been like 10 or 11 years old then. And then I think I got my, like, I always had those flip phones, mm. you know, but everything in my family was hand-me-downs because I'm one of six children. So, mm. and I'm the second youngest. So everything was like passed down through my sisters. So I'd get their old flip phones, but they were pretty fun too. But then I think I got my very first actual iPhone. I bought that when I was maybe in grade like 10 mm. or 11. I didn't get an iPhone until uni. I was using a, a Samsung. Like, I guess with my parents, because I'm one, a triplet and I have two older brothers, like if you get one of us one thing, we all have to have it. So mm. everything was kind of delayed with us <laughs> for as my long as possible. My parents were so different, man. They're like, you share it. <laughs> It was awful. Like six kids, we had like two laptops in the house and like mm. we had to like share these two laptops. That's one thing that really changed though as we've grown up, I think it's mainly like computers and TVs. Like mm. computers especially, like they used to just have, they just used to be those big square computers. And when you went to school, you would go to the computer lab. Mm. And I just remember playing a bunch of Skittles. <laughs> Or like, you know, Super Tux, the penguin game. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. It was always Snake for me. Yeah. No. That, or Miniclip. But man, those were the times. Mm. Those were the times. But now it's just, everyone's just on their little iPhone. Or And some know. of some people will listen to this and be like, wow, that you guys are young. There's going to be, we, we didn't do anything with like the, what are the old school kind of um, things you wear over your head? 
like the headphones, but it's attached to a, a CD player or something. Yeah, or like yeah. Well, when people used to carry around a big boombox. That's it, a Walkman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jack, my big question is, are home phones still a thing? Because <laughs> before everyone just had their own little mobile device for them, remember back in the day when the family actually had a home phone? And if you went to school, like your phone number was in a school phone directory. And if your friend wanted to call you, they would call the home phone and be like, hi, is Tiara there? <laughs> and then if it was dinner time, someone would be like, oh, no, sorry, our family's having dinner right now, but she'll call you back when she's done her homework. Like, does that still happen? Do home phones even exist anymore? Does no everyone way. just call mobiles? Well, I know my, my parents have a home phone, but I don't think it's... A, if you're... The only people that call that thing are the telemarketers. Yeah. If you're under the age of 30, I don't think you have a home phone. God, but man, home phones, right? Like, I, I still remember my home phone number from when I was in Canada. It was like 604-535-5810. Like, when I was a little kid, but... That number is just probably non-existent today. I don't know. You can try calling it if you want. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to pick up. But yeah, home phones, man. I don't even know if those are a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Those were the days, but not when you lost them. You know, like when you have like three phones floating around the house and like one would get like hidden in the or couch cushions. you couldn't cushions. speak on more than one at once. Yeah. <laughs> or people would eavesdrop. Yeah. <laughs> like if you wanted to have a private conversation, you had to go around the house and With like... <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some friendly boys but like you'd have to go find all of the phones around the house and like hoard them so no one else could listen in on your conversation mm. <laughs> i thought you would just use msn for that oh nah you know you upgrade from msn to hey you want to give me a call <laughs> msn man that's a whole different story how are you? What you up to? Nothing much. You? Wow, this is a great conversation. <laughs> anyway, guys, I think that's a pretty good way to uh, end this episode. Pretty funky one. If you did enjoy it, please remember to take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag TBD, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>